is the Get Fit Babe podcast, a space for women to come connect, get inspired, and find guidance to get fit in all facets of life, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. I just want to help you guys start living the Get Fit Babe lifestyle with a fire in your soul. I'm Cody Talley, founder of Get Fit Babe. I'm a fitness coach, holistic health freak, real estate professional, and social media marketer who is right there with you trying to figure out how to live the most abundant, free-spirited lifestyle possible. And I've met some pretty cool people along the way that I cannot wait to introduce you to. From life coaches, fitness competitors, acupuncturists, chiropractors, the list goes on. I have the most inspiring minds lined up to speak their truth. Let's do this. Who else feels a change coming on? You guys, I had such a slow motion weekend after a full speed week that I literally Friday, I felt like I got hit by a truck. I was like, this is such a crummy feeling. I feel so unmotivated. I am well slept. Like I slept a lot this weekend and I am still exhausted. I mentally, I told one of my girlfriends, I'm struggling. This weekend was a mental struggle. I was so mean to myself. I'm like, all right, what do I need to do to get this back? And how can I hop on this podcast and actually have advice for these women? Because I can't even get myself right right now. And so I started thinking like if I'm going through a weekend of slow motion and just like crummy feeling, that must mean that change is coming and something is about to shift. And when that happens, I need to prepare for it. So maybe you're right there with me and you feel super unmotivated, crummy, not necessarily depressed, but like sort of the same feeling. Or maybe you're listening and you just recently had unexpected change. Say maybe you got your heart broken, you lost your job, or you just don't feel like you're in the right space. Maybe you're not loving your current position or you're not loving where you're currently living and you're just sort of out of sorts. Everything feels sort of out of control. To me, that means that you're still shifting And the change that is supposed to be happening, the change that is supposed to give you a certain outcome, it's just not done yet. That outcome isn't there for you yet. And so if you're in a phase of unexpected change where you're out of sorts, this podcast is also for you. Maybe you're somebody who you're like, I don't need change. I am perfectly fine where I'm at. I don't want it. To you, I would ask, Are you happy? Are you excited every single day to wake up? And do you feel like you're living every single day with purpose and passion? Because honestly, for me, I always want to be changing. Even if I'm happy, even if I'm living with purpose and passion, every single day I want to do something that betters me, that pushes me forward, that gets me to that next level. So if you're somebody who doesn't like change and you're like, I don't really want it, just listen to this podcast and hear kind of how 
I will prep you guys to get ready for change because even if you don't want it, you're going to experience unexpected change at some point in your life and kind of knowing these steps and how to prepare and how to hit reset when it does happen is going to help you a lot. So this podcast is on either getting ready for change or you can look at it as pressing reset when you're going through a phase of change. So this is literally what I did today, you guys. I'm like, all right, I have to get ready because if I feel this shitty, something is shifting, something's happening, and I need to get my shit in order to be prepared for it. So the first step was clearing the baggage. You guys, I'm such a minimalist because I do this all the time because I'm always changing. So if I have too much clutter, too much happening in my physical environment, I cannot focus. I cannot move forward. So what I did today was I cleared the baggage. I went through and I cleared out my closet. I got rid of the stuff I don't wear. I got rid of the bag of clothes that I had done this from the last time. It was just sitting in my closet. So I threw that out, got rid of the clutter. And this is my car, my closet, my drawers, so anything like under my sink, maybe old makeup that I don't wear anymore, um, clothing drawers, underwear drawers, bra drawers, junk drawers, kitchen drawers, desk drawers. I clear it all out. And because I do it so often, it doesn't take me as long every time I do it. But you guys, clearing the physical baggage from your environment is so cleansing. It's like a detox. So I went through and I did the the clearing of the clutter and then I did a general deep clean in my apartment. I'm telling you, you're going to feel so much better when you do this because it's not only about cleaning the closet, the car, the drawers, and the house. It's about cleaning up your text messages. So going through and deleting old messages, going through and deleting old photos from your phone and from social media. I sat for an hour and went through my Instagram and deleted over 500 pictures from my Instagram. My desktop, so I'm looking at my desktop right now, and I need to just go and wipe it all and trash it because there's just so much downloads and things that I've just popped onto my desktop that it just needs to be cleared. And then lastly, your email inbox. Clear it all. Okay, and the number two is the mental and emotional deep clean. So this is where my 30-day journal guide really, really comes into handy. If you're not somebody who can get everything out on paper and just kind of have a therapy session with yourself, I love doing that. That's just a gift that I was given to have the ability to do that. But if you're not somebody that can just put pen to paper, I highly suggest ordering the 30-day guide. It's only $12.99, and you get it right when you order it. It's an ebook, And so that will really, really help you clear that mental and emotional baggage. But what I did this weekend was... I just started writing down everything from my past, all past hurt, all past garbage, all past resentment and things that I haven't forgiven. And I've put it all down on paper. And then what I did was I rewrote the story. So for example, if you have a past relationship where you were heartbroken from it and you think that you've worked through it, but maybe it's still impacting your relationships today, or maybe it's still something you think about, or maybe you still go to 
his Instagram or look through those pictures, that's something that you need to go back to and heal those parts because it's just going to continue to hurt and harm your future relationships, which is a whole nother podcast that I could get into at another time. But going back and rewriting the story. So what I did this weekend was I went back and rewrote my past pain. So a past relationship where I was heartbroken, we tend to think about all the negatives and we tend to have a victim mentality where I'm like, well, this is what he did to me. This is how he treated me. This is why I was hurt. But what about the good times? What about how you served each other? So I went back to that relationship and I went ahead and wrote out all of the amazing times. I wrote out how we were good together, how we served each other and where we're at now and why that relationship ended and closed that chapter. I rewrote the story in my head instead of continuing to say, well, he cheated on me. He did this. He treated me this way. I'm continuing to keep that garbage inside me, hold that resentment and have a victim mentality instead of forgive, let go and look at that past story as a highlight instead of a low light. So I got it all out on paper. I got all of the emotion, all of the deep rooted stuff and stuff came up that I didn't even realize was weighing on me. And that happens a lot. And I have those prompts in the 30-day guide to help you guys to guide you in bringing that up and sorting it out. So I wrote it all down and then I'm good with just writing it down and closing my journal. Like I even cry sometimes. I'll let it all out and close it up. But some girls have to burn it and they have to box it up. Um, You can put it in a bottle and send it off to see if you need to. Whatever you got to do, get it out on paper and get rid of it. Okay, number three. This one's really important. It is sort of productivity, but also, again, it's detoxing. So you can tell that as we're getting ready for change, we're really detoxing our lives. We're getting rid of the physical baggage. We're getting rid of the mental and emotional baggage. And then number three is your seven-day routine or maybe your schedule, your weekly schedule. What you're going to be doing is taking inventory of your time. So you're going to write down this coming week. So today's Monday. So Monday through next Sunday, you're going to write down all of your must-dos obviously work, any other events or social life stuff that you have going on, you're going to write it all down. And if you're intuitive in this way, you can think back to last week, or you can just take this week to take inventory of your time and notice these things. But note, where are you wasting time? And where is your time being spent in an energy sucking environment or with somebody who is energy sucking. So I know a lot of my time is wasted with social media or if somebody calls and says, hey, we can we move our meeting to today instead of tomorrow? Or hey, come to the coffee shop and work here. I literally drop what I'm doing and I go to meet these people and I know that's wasting time. So I took inventory of my week this week and I am telling myself I'm going to be more disciplined with my time. I'm going to say no more often. I'm going to stop wasting time and stop giving my time to energy sucking things. And then what I did was I drew out my ideal schedule. So even if this isn't realistic for you right now, 
write out your ideal schedule and include you time. So this includes your exercise, this includes your personal development, but also what would you love to do throughout your day that you just can't have in your schedule right now? So I did this a few months ago. I wrote out my ideal girl boss schedule. Like if I could schedule out my day realistically for the rest of my life, do this every single day, what would it look like? And I absolutely love what I do, so I still would have work in there, but I would work from the dog park. I'd be able to coffee shop hop. I'd take a lunch break on the beach, things like that. So you're going to want to write down your seven-day routine, your actual schedule, and then draw out your ideal schedule. And that's something that you can look forward to. So as you're going through this phase of change, as you're shifting, it's almost like what we do when we draw out our vision boards, but you're actually taking your tactical day-to-day routine and you're putting that on paper and then you're looking at what your ideal schedule would look like so you can compare and contrast the difference and maybe what you need to do to shift to that ideal schedule. Okay, number four is bad habits. And number three will bring you to number four because as you're laying out your seven-day routine or your seven-day schedule, you will see where your time is being sucked and where you're wasting time. And most of the time, this is with Netflix and TV or social media or oftentimes relationships. So for me, I know when I'm in a relationship or I'm interested in somebody, if they text me or call me and say, hey, let's hang out, I will be down and schedule my own days. And so if somebody wants to, you know, go grab lunch or have a meeting or work together, I am there. But that's a bad habit because it's wasting my time. Um, Netflix at the end of the day, that's a waste of time. Pick up a book. Social media, I am the worst, you guys, the worst on social media. I will be late anywhere I'm going because I'm either trying to record on my Insta stories or I'm scrolling through whatever. I waste so much time on social media. So take inventory of your bad habits. Number five, people inventory. So the good, the bad, and the useless. So who is serving you and who are you serving? Those are the good people in your life, the give and the take. The bad people in your life, just take. And the useless people in your life, you're not serving them and they're not serving you. So obviously you're going to keep the good because they add energy to your life. You serve them, they give back to you. They're going to grow with you. They're going to go through this change with you. They're going to be supportive in that change. And then there's the bad, the people who won't support you, drag you down. Maybe when you're around them, you feel physically drained. So those would be the people that likely aren't going to go on to this next phase of your journey. And it's not always a bad thing, you guys. I have detoxed so many people from my life, and although it was hard and it was heartbreaking a lot of times, I have realized that it not only was better for me, but it was better for them. Because if they're an energy sucker for me, that means that I'm not serving them in my best way possible either. And so it's not 
a good dynamic anyways. It's toxic anyways. So if I kept them in my life, it would not only hold me back, but it would hold them back from the energy that they could get from somebody else. So this could be a friend, a mentor, a family member, a relationship with those people. It oftentimes takes that separation for them to make a change. If they're always negative, always energy sucking, seeing you move forward and make a change and be positive and work on yourself and be a light makes them follow in that pathway too. So if you're not going to do it for you and detox the bad people in your life, Do it for them. Detox them so that they can see you moving up and on, and it will encourage them to move up and on. Number six, pick a personal development medium. I was the person who was like, I don't need self-help. Don't need personal development. Don't even really know what it is, but also don't need it. But when I finally put my ego away and I picked up a personal development book, my life changed. I am a different person because I am reading stories and motivation and success and advice from people who have come before me who have worked through what I'm working through and are giving me tools and tactics to get through what I'm getting through faster than they got through it or learn lessons from them without having to go through it myself. I am moving up in my life, moving up in my my personal life and my emotions and my mentality because of the books that I read. So I encourage you, pick a personal development medium because before I did this, I was so totally average in my mindset, in my life, in my vision and clarity and goals and drive. I was so average. I thought I was stuck. I thought that's just how I was born. I didn't have what I have now in terms of the human that I am. So pick a personal development medium. I love reading books. I listen to podcasts. If I'm really not feeling those two, I'll go on YouTube and I'll literally just type in whatever I need, motivation on, blah, 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 or how to find drive, whatever it is, I'll type it into Google. Or if you really want to listen to a book, you don't have time to read, Audible is amazing. The key to picking a personal development book, though, is to be intentional about what you need. Don't just pick up a book that all your friends are reading just because all your friends are reading it. What do you need? Do you need help with your confidence? Do you need help with your negative self-talk? Do you need help with your productivity? Maybe you're procrastinating and you don't have discipline. What do you specifically need help with in your life? Go and pick a book based off of that. Okay, and the number seven is a challenge. So for me, this would be cutting sugar. I am addicted to sugar. It is a huge problem. I am weaning myself off of sugar. So this is going to be a challenge for me this week is to cut sugar. Maybe for you, it is limiting your Netflix and screen time. Maybe for some of you, you need to fast for a couple days. I love going through phases where I fast on Christian music instead of listening to the radio or Spotify. I just feel like we always have noise. There's always advertisements. There's always garbage in music, and sometimes it's just good to fast on Christian music. And then maybe setting time limits, time limits with relationships, time limits with your tasks throughout your day. Maybe you need to set a timer for how long you're doing each individual task. 
I was super inspired by one of my friends, Casey, who said that her new year resolution this year was to take something out every single month and challenge herself. So one month she went without wearing any makeup. One month she went and turned off all her social media. So she was completely gone from social media for a month. And there were several things that she did one thing every month to totally challenge herself. So pick a challenge and pick something that is a part of the bad habits that we did in number four. Okay, and then lastly, number eight, self-care. So I went through all of these steps and I am currently sitting here fresh out of the shower, lotion on, shaved legs, cup of tea, painted nails, feeling like a queen. I've got my favorite candle lit and I just feel better. I feel like I've picked myself up. So self-care ladies, we can often put ourselves last and let things kind of fall through the cracks. So if you haven't painted your nails since December, go and paint your nails. If you haven't shaved your legs in a couple of weeks, let's start there. This week, self-care for me is going to look like drinking more water, cutting sugar, and then I want to establish a nightly routine where I have my diffuser on, have my music on, and I do some yoga and stretching before bed. So those are the steps, you guys, that I took to get this energy back because trust me, even a couple of hours ago, I did not have this kind of spark in my voice. I did not have this motivation and this energy, and it's because I went through these steps. So if you need change, maybe you're experiencing unexpected change, or if you don't want change, that often means you need to change. So hit reset get ready for the change that's coming for you. Realize that we are shifting. We are always shifting and it's just a matter of how we handle it, what we do in the process of the shift, whether or not we allow that shift to go up or down. So I'm excited for this week. I realized that I was going 100 miles an hour last week and so I hit a wall and I got hit by a truck this weekend. Um, Not literally, but physically that's how I feel and so I know that going through this process this weekend is going to set me up for a really really good week and I'm excited to see what the change is that's going to come and if I'm predicting it correctly but I hope this was helpful for some of you guys if you want the 30-day guide it is still on the website I will go ahead and link it below and I hope you guys have an amazing week